All right. Hi, everyone. My name is Ali, a compulsive reader. Grateful to be uh, invited to share my experience, strength, and hope. Uh, I'm in uh, in nature preserve right now, uh, walking as I'm sharing. So you may hear some ambient sounds like birds or uh, wind. Uh, uh, gushing by and uh, so if you hear all that uh, just work with it so uh, I want to dedicate this uh, share to my sponsor uh, Bob Bell Bob uh, was my sponsor for 37 years before he passed away at the age of 98 about a year and a half ago and uh he was my sponsor my spiritual guide and the one who taught me uh, what a beautiful journey it is to rely on a higher power and deepen my understanding of the second step uh a power greater than ourselves and also to acknowledge that uh, the greatest invention of my life has been uh, the journey to find a higher power, to uh, explore and experiment with this power. I had to invent a higher power. I didn't have one. So, Grace is unconditional. His willingness to take me on as a project and uh, uh, and, uh, and of course my willingness to uh, participate in his uh, in his uh, imagination. For me, uh, the big book uh, does say that the three pillars of this program of recovery is willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness. So I, I did need the willingness. Of course, that willingness came as a direct result of what the big book calls pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, which happens when you, uh, like me, are a hundred pounder. Of course, it also happens when you're anorexic and bulimic. But in my case, it was, uh, I was uh, of, uh, high weight of 285. I've lost 130 pounds and uh, and uh, have been in program since 1984, August of 1984. So that makes it, I think, about 38 years. So uh, willingness and pain, and and uh, more than pain, pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization are, uh, for reasons that I don't quite understand, uh, requisites. Um, And I had it uh, from day one. 
of course, the journey to the doors of what we're using on in this is, is not the first house on the block, right? We have to experience substantial self-deception and pain and uh, uh, by all means possible to prove to ourselves that we're not compassionate readers or like other people. Ah, beautiful scent of uh, flowers as I walk here. So one of the things, so uh, what I can share is that I really don't know how to get anyone abstinent. I didn't know how to get myself abstinent. I was taught by my first sponsor who was with me for the first year um, some principles about uh, finding the alcoholic version of food for myself or abstinence for myself. And uh, so I took that on. I was I was all out of solutions, so I was ready to hear someone else's solution, and, and uh, I took that on. So I don't want to really talk about the abstinence um, because um, maybe any abstinence will work if we're willing to stick with it. Uh, my abstinence is uh, has been for 38 years, three meals a day, nothing in between, no flour, no sugar, minimum three hours between each meal, and never skip a meal. <coughs> but you could have a different abstinence as long as you can stay with it, and uh, that's the challenge. So I really don't know how to get anyone abstinent. Uh, I sponsor, but I do not know how to get anyone abstinent. What I can share is if you are graced with abstinence through the uh, alchemy of pain, um, there is an imagination that sees in you and in me potential impossibilities that were impossible to consider or access really through the grace of the second step, through the grace of uh, a higher power. You know, I was a um, community college dropout. I was a taxi driver in New York. I was raised in a pretty violent physically, emotionally, spiritually home. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, there, I had no hope, uh, really, and there was really very little uh, I could imagine for myself. But through this grace of um, abstinence, my higher power kept bringing into my life experiences where um, I was taught to say yes, say yes to life. Uh, you know, as a as someone who's been abused, uh, fear is a big deal, right? Lack of courage because of well, what if things go wrong? What if? What if? What if? And he taught me to say yes to life, and he taught me that fear is the first thing God gives us when He wants us to do something important. And uh, I just followed the principles including guidance like uh, forgiveness, right? Forgiving 
or the person who uh, was abusive. And today, I can say I love this person. I love everything about them. I love their courage. Um, it didn't happen overnight. It, it takes a while. But, uh, yeah, the grace of forgiveness, which then changes the way I think about the narrative of my life. So prior and early on to the program, I had a particular narrative uh, rooted in victimhood. And uh, this is on this way because. And through the practice of forgiveness and uh, the steps and uh, amends making, uh, saying yes to life, surrendering, trusting, having confidence in higher power, uh, I began to experience life um, with uh, God's imagination, not mine. One of the things about being raised in an abusive home, at least my experience, is that my imagination got very constricted. Um, this program widens that imagination because it invites in uh, a vision of who I could be through the eyes of a higher power. Uh, uh, in my, the way I define my higher power, all loving, all gentle, all imaginative, all creative, all available, all loved, all hopeful, all forgiving, all merciful. So uh, it turns out that uh, by relying on this power, my imagination uh, expands. Uh, not because of anything I did, but because this is how the power works in step two. And so this person who was a community college dropout, barely made it through high school, uh, taxi driver, is uh, talking to you now, uh, having uh, received his doctorate. And uh, in fact, just uh, two hours ago, I was on a dissertation committee of one of my students who uh, just defended her dissertation. Uh, uh, I retired as a, uh, as a higher ed uh, vice president. Uh, I currently teach for UCLA as a mindfulness teacher. Uh, I learned in this program that I love nature. And as a result, I found myself uh, hiking uh, the Grand Canyon. Uh, this this 285-pounder who all he did all day was binge and watch TV, clothes, lines, dishes piled up, uh, rarely taking a shower, barely able to pay uh, bills because it was overwhelming, uh, hiking the Grand Canyon, climbing uh, Half Dome. Uh, you can climb Half Dome through the back, through cables, uh, hiking Mount Whitney, hiking portions of the Camino de Santiago in northern Spain, hiking the Andes to Machu Picchu in Peru. And... Uh, um, I'm known now by my colleagues at uh, UCLA as the a person to go to for nature and nurture. 
right? how we can use nature as a way to regulate our nervous system to to uh, find deep connections to 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 address and work with uh, trauma in the body through the power of being in nature. Uh, just two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I did a uh, three workshops at the Getty Museum on uh, nature and nurture, taking K through 12 teachers through uh, experience of being in nature. These are, none of these would have been in my imagination. They're impossible. There is no way that the person sitting in a checkered cab in 1970 in New York could have imagined himself sharing with you what I'm sharing. It, it's inconceivable. I remember I was in an AA meeting some 30 years ago. I'm also an alcoholic. And the speaker said, if you'd given me a paper and pencil and said, write out your dreams, I would have shortchanged myself. I'm going to shortchange myself. There's just no possible way. In about three weeks, uh, my wife and I are going to go to Northwest uh, San Juan Islands and kayaking around Orca Island looking for whales. We're going to hike. I'm 71 years old. This is beyond my imagination. And all I did was stay in the program. You know, you hear, don't leave before the five, five minutes before the miracle. That saved me so many times when I wanted to tear out my flesh. And grateful that I never left the program. And I followed directions. Follow directions. Get a sponsor. Go to meetings. Find an abstinent or for you. Read the big book. Write. Use the tools. Do the steps, do the steps, all of them. And uh, uh, and then something happens. Now, uh, I, my experience has been that it's not, in the, big, uh, in the big book, it says we trudge the road to happy destiny. Trudge, that's an important word. Somehow we often, you might hear, I hear, you still have emotional roller coasters. You still have food uh, calling at times. Do you still, yes, you still feel lost and abandoned by the universe. Yes. You know, Bill W. I, had depression. Thank I you. Thank you. Bill W. had depression. By the way, when Bill W. had depression until the late 50s, early 60s, one of the ways he would work with uh, his uh, depression is to go out and walk the outdoors. And uh, so there's something about being outdoors, being in nature, getting off the couch. Uh, my sponsor taught me this principle about the mobility of the soul, that while we're sitting uh, watching TV on the couch and uh, uh, we're killing our soul. The soul wants to get out and experience and say yes to life. And um, so uh, he would go out. And uh, so, yes, uh, one of the ways in which uh, God has given me um, 
opportunities to uh, uh, to expand my identity. Really, this is what OA uh, twelve steps do. Is it it sets the framework for an expanded idea of ourselves, of who we can be, what we can do. It shifts our belief systems. And uh, one of the ways my higher power would do this, and this is another gift from my sponsor, Bob, is what he referred to as divine discontent. That sometimes our discontent, our feeling of, I want more. I want to experience more. Uh, I, uh, I, I want to have more uh, going on in my life. Whatever that is, each of us is different. Uh, that's divine discontent, to honor it, to love it, to listen to it, to ask questions about it. And I found that I've had this divine discontent every five to seven years. And each time it feels like the end of the world, like, oh, my God, this is. And yet it has been the greatest gift. And um, so uh, for me, the lesson is always the same. Stay in the program. Follow directions. The directions and the spiritual principles laid out in the steps. Read from the literature. It's it's uh, it's an incredible um, wisdom in in that literature, and um, uh, and of course, um, what I know about being a hundred pounder is if I if I eat, everything stops. I, I'm not capable of doing anything but sitting in front of the couch, watching TV, and passing out if I'm eating. That's a guarantee. I can't, it is, the disease is too powerful for me. It's, it's, it's heroin. And um, so I know that this grace that I'm receiving is only possible because of step one, the powerlessness of the beast. And... Uh, and then uh, a willingness to try, to try uh, to uh, become acquainted with this power in step two. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for uh, asking me to share. I'm grateful, and uh, I can stop. <laughs>